a short reflection on Psalm 30. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name, for his anger only lasts for a moment, but his favour lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favoured me, you made my mountain stand firm, but when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy, that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. The first thing that stood out to me is something that we often see in the Psalms, David's honesty with God. We see so many different emotions and expressions played out in this psalm, a roller coaster of different feelings, from exaltation to weeping, singing, crying out for mercy, dismay, wailing and finally dancing and praise. It is a reminder that the psalms give us permission to be honest with ourselves and with God. God knows us intimately. He is our creator and is fully acquainted with the human experience, having lived and walked on this earth. So let's be honest when we come to God, tell him how we're feeling, but then let's also be encouraged as we see how God meets with his people, bringing them from places of dismay to places of rejoicing. It is interesting to note that this psalm was written for the dedication of the temple, an event we can read about in 2 Chronicles. This reminded me of verses that talk about our bodies being like a temple. Firstly, 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And secondly, Romans 12 verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Just as the Israelites joyfully dedicated the temple to the Lord, we should also joyfully offer ourselves to God. One particular verse that stood out for me is verse 3 that says, You, Lord, brought me up from the grave. Again, this reminded me of verses in the New Testament that talk about our resurrection life in Christ. In Romans 6 verse 5 we read, For if we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. And in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 14 we read, By his power God raised the Lord from the dead. And he will raise us also. Because of what Jesus has done, we can also partake in Jesus' resurrection life, living triumphantly, knowing that death and sin have been defeated. In verse 6 we read, When I felt secure, I said, I shall never be shaken. Now this phrase, I shall never be shaken, is also used in Psalm 10 and is a reference to someone expressing arrogance and complacency, someone confident in their own ability. And sometimes we can feel everything is going well. Perhaps we've done, had some success or we're feeling good about something we've done, such as helping a friend. And we can get overconfident, proud of what we have done. And we can start to become more reliant in our own abilities. And we say to ourselves, 
I shall never be shaken. Well, this verse comes as a stark warning against this kind of attitude. We should always attribute our blessings and successes to God. It is only in him that we are able to stand firm, only in him that we find our true purpose and security. In verse 5 we read, Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. The original, original phrasing for this verse is a metaphor, similar to the idea of a lodger staying for one night only. We shall remember that our sufferings and difficulties are only to be endured for a season. We can be confident that God will help us during these times and that we can look forward to rejoicing in the morning. Now ultimately this psalm is a song of praise and rejoicing. The final verse reads, I will give you thanks forever. It is likely that this psalm was sung in a setting of corporate worship. This serves as a reminder of the importance of not only private praise, but also corporate worship. I think we can sometimes underestimate the power of corporate worship, of praising God together with others. I know that I'm always blessed when I'm singing with others, thanking God for his salvation and his goodness. To conclude, I would like to pray. So feel free to join me in prayer. Thank you, Lord, that we can come to you, no matter how we are feeling. Help us to be honest with you, Lord, confident that you will listen, no matter how we are feeling. And Lord, as the Israelites dedicated the temple to you, help us to joyfully dedicate our lives to you, that we might be your holy temple, allowing us to draw close to you, knowing your presence in our lives. And Lord, help us to look past our problems, knowing that weeping will only last for the night and that joy will come in the morning. And Lord, forgive us when we think we can do things in our own strength and with our own resources. Help us to keep putting our trust in you and to remember that true security comes only from you. And finally, Lord, help us to keep praising you, both individually and corporately, continually thanking you for our salvation and your never-ending goodness. Amen.